We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Here we go, hour five, G Bag Nation on 1053 The Fan. <clears throat> Hope you're having a fantastic day. It's time to. Go uh, around the bases, and uh, here is your host, Zach Wolchuk, to tell us all about the Texas Rangers coming off a huge FanFest weekend. Hell yeah, man. I was seeing the lines to FanFest on Saturday. I mean, it looked like an absolute beauty to be at. The place to be was Rangers FanFest. Excellent coverage by Alec Medford, Blake Elliott, uh, Will Chambers, Chris Arnold, everybody that was a part of that. It was a fantastic day. It was really cool. I think uh, seeing Max Scherzer won him in the Eric Nadell interview was neat, but... He sat there and read to the kiddos. Like, imagine having Max Scherzer just read to your child. Awesome. See, we need to get that's that's the audio book that you want. You want to listen to Mad Max. You want Mad Max reading you a story. The Scarlet Letter. That'll keep you <laughs> intense. It, it, it's so cool that they got this vibe going, and, and they've they've carried it on to the next year. Janko talked about it over the weekend with you know why he wanted yeah. to come back. He said he just feels so comfortable here. If these guys can keep winning and keep this momentum going, I, I really feel like something special is in the, is on the cards here it for does. us. It does. I mean, you could see it when we were talking to Josh Young. Like, they know they've got a good young nucleus, and uh, we're, we're pumped about it. But the big story is the health right now, of course, of Max Scherzer, yeah. who had his first career big surgery. He's six weeks m- removed from surgery on a herniated disc in his back. A herniated disc in mm-hmm. his back. Is it a bulging disc? No, but I always think of that when, when that is said. I think um, I think a herniated disc is a bulging disc. Absolutely. In his back. Yeah, in his back. Yeah, and it's expected uh, to keep him sounds out uncomfortable. until midseason. I know from experience it is. It sounds horrible. I would absolutely hate it. If it's accompanied by the awful nerve pain mm. that has the tendency to shoot down your leg and all the way into your toes, no. then yes, it is awful terrible now uh he was asked about how he's feeling how he's cleared you know if he's cleared the checkpoint he said you kind of need to get to six weeks before you kind of feel good about where you're at i've gotten here i've gotten to six weeks i haven't had any complications i actually feel great (laughs) said max scherzer then there's jacob Degrom, who said saturday that his arm feels good and he expects to be throwing again sometime in the spring he said i started some plyometric stuff everything feels well the plan is to start throwing in the spring. Not sure of the exact date, but you've got to complete this plyometric program and then go into the throwing stuff. Yeah. So, you know, this is this is good. So far, so good. No setbacks. Both of them seem like they're healing. Uh, Scherzer was talking more about his injury. 
You know, he said, I wish I could tell you I was jumping off a boat or something crazy here when it happened. But he said, that's not the case. I'm literally just hobbling around the, the house chasing kids. They have the MRI. They feel he needs to have surgery. But, uh, you know, I'm hopeful that the rehab continues. I know when we talked to, with Coach Maddox about this, you know, he even will caution. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah. it seems like everything is trending positively and they're on schedule, at least right now, for their hopeful returns later in the year. Well, you know, I think the smart thing to do with DeGrom here is you just really slow play it until about the All-Star break, and then you treat it like spring training is starting. And by the time you get to maybe the second week of September, you want to have had him go through some simulated games where he's only going 90%. And then you're looking for three or four starts to end the season where he's ramping up towards 100%, but just three to five innings. And then when you get to the playoffs, you want Jacob DeGrom's start. And that is when you turn him loose for the first time. Go attack the hitters. Let that thing eat. And hopefully we get to the World Series before you blow out. That's my that's my honest, realistic expectation and, and summarization of where Jacob DeGrom is right now in his career. I mean, I, I think if you're if you're imagining Dead ball series, yeah, I mean, if if he's going to be I was, playing, I was I was taken in by the the blowout part of it all. Yeah, it's going to happen one one thing or another. Back arm, you know. I mean, DeGrom, yeah, it, yeah, it's hard to not envision that uh, to envision that he can stay healthy for a full season. It just yeah. doesn't seem like his body wants to cooperate in that way. So you do need to find a way or a plan or a schedule, whatever it is. You know, you stretch it out. You have a Cody Bradford field. Whenever he is back and ready to rock. Hey, you make it through this postseason, we'll let you throw like 15 starts next year. And then maybe in the, you know, the, by, by the fourth year of your contract, maybe we could have you back to a plan to attack a full regular season if you want to. But Right now, you have to feel confident you can make the playoffs, and pitching Jacob DeGrom in the regular season is only adding unnecessary risk to your injury profile. So we also have this rumorouski from Buster Olney of ESPN. The Rangers have had internal conversations about a possible free agent pursuit of Brandon Belt, who is a veteran who, of course, played nine seasons with Bruce Bochy in San Francisco, winning some World Series. Uh, now they need as long to fill. As it's not Bobby Belt. No, it's it's Brandon Belt. It uh, is his cousin, though. I think they are distant cousins. Now they, they have like ten brothers and sisters. It's got to be one. There's of his got, he's in the Belt family somewhere. Now they need to fill the Mitch Garber hole at DH. We know we've talked about the possibility of Wyatt Langford maybe filling that role at some point. Foskey in the season. Justin Foskey is definitely I, an in-house candidate to do that as well. I think we've determined that we would. That we would like him to fill Langford to fill the role, but after just the eye test, right? Yeah, the eye well, test. I mean, he it, looks fan. I mean, yeah. I, I'd eventually like him to be an everyday outfielder for you, and I think that's yeah. what they would like as well. Yeah. Make sure he's getting opportunities. I was surprised both. how big that guy was. Huge. Yeah. Oh, dude, he is. Yeah, he's a rock. I, I mean, I've seen him on TV. You know, play at Florida, you know, LSU in the College World Series. I didn't realize he was that big in person. He's Very big. strong. Yeah, big as a little oatmeal, that dude. Built. Like a brick bleep house. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. No, it's one hundred percent true. And he's like, he's all over. Like top half, bottom half. He yeah. is. He is. He is impressive. Three hundred pounder from the waist down. You reckon? Yes, but I not as it. not as much as Jack Leiter though, dude. Jack Leiter from the waist down was extremely impressive. I think that dude shows up to the gym and is only doing leg day. And I hear- and cat like calf, <laughs> hammy, glute, quad. His teardrop was impressive. Mm-hmm. That's a guy who could wear some hoochie daddies and no one's going to bat an eye. Like, They're yeah, really banking on the hope of of the Jack Lighters and some of these young pitchers and Owen White that they've been grooming the last couple of years. 
They're Should gonna, we not? They're going to need them this season. Should we not have hope? But I, I'm talking hope? about right now. Well, I mean, it's not that you shouldn't have hope, but I think they were taking a yeah. slow approach. I think now, I don't I don't know that there it's going to be like, hey, we're going to slow play this. Are we to the point where you throw Jack Leiter out there and if it works, great. If it doesn't and it blows up, we just move on. Oh, the old sink or swim? At some yeah. point this Deep season. Deep into the I, pool guy? I think you're going to see Probably Jack Leiter. Yeah, I do. The old poop, I mean, get off we, the pot. Yeah. Oh, how many other? I mean, they were? wanted Boach Boach <laughs> managed to guide this thing to a World Series with two starting pitchers. So yeah. I think they'll be competitive uh, either way. But yes, they're they're going to have to go to some extreme measures. So we're throwing Jack Leiter in the deep end to go swim, yeah. and hopefully he swims. Yeah. Now, when it comes to Brandon Belt, he could be a solid addition if you want a veteran DH coming off another very strong offensive season. Signed with the Blue Jays on a one-year deal. He connected on 19 homers and 404 plate appearances. Had a 254, 369, 490 batting line. Came in a limited role. Um, but, you know, that that's certainly someone that Boats trusts. He started 69 games as a DH, mm-hmm. opened 28 at first base. If you needed somebody to slide in there and give Nathaniel Lowe a day off, he's going to be 36. So I don't think at this point in his career he's an everyday player by any means. But if you want a veteran, he could fill that role. We got a text to Jared Walsh. Could be better. Look, Jared Walsh, former All-Star, uh, we know a lot about him. He's played with the Angels inside the division quite a bit. But that maybe. I mean, well, he, he was a minor league. He's a camp invite. Maybe Jared Walsh shows him a little bit of pop in, in spring training, and they look at him much like they did Travis Jankowski. And you talked about Janko. He got a one-year, $1.7 million deal to return to the team. He signed that on Friday. He was literally at FanFest Saturday signing autographs. When I mean, you talk about commitment, yeah, you, you didn't want to miss FanFest. No, he's like, I'm in this thing. You mentioned the culture. He said, I didn't make it a secret glue that guy. I wanted to come back. <laughs> Big glue guy. I know I'm a glue guy. In fact, is what he said. No, How, he didn't say that. I'm blown away that Josh Young wasn't familiar with the with the glue guy. I'm telling he, you, he is going to use it. In a, I can't wait till he uses that. Janko, our glue guy. I mean, he's like, yeah, you know. He's, What's up, El Blondie? That guy's a glue guy, you know. I mean, he's going to use it in an interview. I think we, I think we need to, you guys need to circle back in the clubhouse. And just have a, a glue guy conversation. We can we can yeah. ask everybody uh, during spring training who's the glue guy of the team. Yeah, and see what they say. Man, it better be just a hundred percent unanimous, Janko. It better be Janko. Yeah, Josh Young was like, "What do you mean by that?" Yeah, yeah. Like, am I being disrespectful <laughs> or like he didn't yeah. know exactly how to describe him? Like, and he's like, "Glue guy." Yeah. Then he described exactly <laughs> what a glue guy is, and it's like, "There you go. You no nailed it, Josh." I feel like they got some media training before that fan fest. Like, "Hey guys, uh, the World Series is over. It's time to be serious." Okay, so. Make sure you don't diss your teammates or make it about you. Go get them. I did love what Jankowski said, though. He said, obviously, you want to play every day. It's your goal. It's your ambition. But to me, winning is more important. See? I believe in this team. I believe what this team is about. Glue guy if mentality. That's being a fourth, fifth outfielder on a winning team, oh, yeah. I'll take that 100% all the time. I think you need Start it. calling him Elmer's. I think you need a Ranger jersey with glue guy on the back. I like that idea. I could wear it like the remote. Glue guy. Yeah, I'm totally in on that. Uh, I was I was wondering how because you know like the the conversation evolves where maybe we're getting nasty Nate Evaldi or you know or perhaps Josh Young like does nasty Nate Evaldi as the veteran say hey you're still a rookie until spring it's spring training time right like you're still so a, you're still in off. your rookie year so when he when Evaldi walks up yeah. to you the rook Josh Young you just say okay like this is still part of the 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 rookie life you know you're gonna go sit down. And uh, and you're gonna have a conversation here about glue guys and whatnot. Yeah, and no socks with his suit. 
Well, there there was no I show think socks. He was wearing no shows. I, you I tried to call him out like he's got a stinky foot problem. I just kind of was asking him, how do you keep your your dress shoes from stinking wearing no socks? And then he showed me he had some flesh colored like golf socks on. You know, like 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 I couldn't see him. Don't doubt our guy. But were you surprised he was a smaller guy? Well, I'd seen him before, yeah. Uh, but yeah, first time meeting him, I thought he'd be a little bit more yoked. Yeah, he kind of looks yoked on TV, but he's a smaller guy. Yeah. I think it, I think he's, he's a sneaky he's thick. He, I think he's snick uh, oh. uh, uh, thick. What sneaky thick below the waist there? For you know, but with the with too. the yeah, but I, with with the uh, with the suit on, you couldn't really tell. I kind of feel like he's, he's lost some weight. Maybe that was a. I think I think he, he, down, I think he, I think he slimmed down a little bit. He was known for hammering home the Hurtado. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe pack it on. Maybe that goes a little bit too viral. So so we carnivore diet. Hey, you're working there every day, yeah. man. How do you not at least have one tray of nachos? I'm Guaranteed. just telling you, man. I so would delicious. I would I would walk myself up to the that area we were at and have a bag waiting for me of stuff. Mm. Just, just give it give to me, him. Just give me a to go order. Me. Put it on my bill. I'll settle up with you at the end of the week. At the end yeah. of the homestand, you know, mm-hmm. I'll Venmo you the money, whatever. So we had the you'd newly- be like the heavy set pitcher guy, like you and Montgomery. Oh, I'd be, be like, no, I'd be tip that, over the mound. No, All right, guys, go get him. That cologne, <laughs> that Bartola cologne. I'd yeah, be out yeah. there with yeah. like Hortado on hefty my lefty. on my back. I could say Hortado on my back on my Here jersey. Comes Brian. I'm just sitting in the bullpen, just Brian? sweating. Yeah, there's always a little barbecue sauce <laughs> on the my, side of your my mouth. My jersey's just not even buttoned. I'd love know? to see it's that. Actually, like, they're always getting onto you because the ball's so damn greasy every time you pitch. Gosh, dang it! You got to check when you're walking in the mound. Is all over. Uh, yeah, I, that's I, I'll be right there. Yeah, uh, sir. <laughs> Let me finish this beef rib real quick. Uh, uh, your Boach comes out to the mound. I'm walking slower to the mound than Boach. That's your a- second <laughs> pound of brisket. Yeah. Sir, is that pie tar on your finger? Yeah. No, it's barbecue yeah, sauce. That, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think umpires, umpires check your glove and hand. You got barbecue. <laughs> There's leftover. No, I promise, tasty. No, seriously, tasty. Rada suspended for barbecue. <laughs> yeah. You don't even but, have to pay me. Hey, that's pay paying homage Hurtado. to your family and your I'm, lineage, I'm dude. I'm just telling you, I would have barbecue sauce on my uniform. You would. It would absolutely be barbecue sauce. we'd love sauce you for it. it. Hurtado Cologne from the 682. <laughs> that's that would a, be that's me. That's a really good no, one. You'd be up there trying to help him do the smokers in the morning. No, man, um, I don't, I don't got to go uh, to my bullpen yeah, yeah. for a couple hours. Let me help you cook. I'm good. Let me put this wood in here. Yeah. Get the fire going. Uh, last thing with David Robertson. <laughs> he did his media today. He's officially signed Texas Rangers reliever. I didn't realize he was in the league that long. Yeah, he's 38 years old, man. Whoa. Uh, he said, on signing with the Rangers, it's a good fit for me. Got opportunities in the bullpen. I've got no issues with wherever I pitch, but there's an opportunity for me to be in the mix of the back end. There's the powerhouse offense like they have. Oh, like we have. Sorry, shoot. <laughs> I'm on the team. That's what he said. I thought that was <laughs> that's Oh, that's good. Rob? That's the new reliever? Yeah, that's D-Rob. Nice. So, however, uh, Boach wants to use him. Seems like he's uh, down for that. So, All maybe right. he ends up being your eighth, ninth inning guy, however he wants to maneuver Spores, LeClerc, and then uh, Kirby Yates in there as well. There's around the bases. Kirby Yates from the – did we get him from Braves? Who did we get from the Braves? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm asking questions. Yates, where did we get Kirby Yates, Yates from? Yates might have been with the Braves, yeah. Okay. Sounds right to me. Yeah, okay. White Sox still working on a Dylan Cease trade story on CBS. The Mariners have quietly entered trade talks with uh, the, the White Sox about oh, Tyler Cease. Owens. They traded for Tyler Owens. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so Chicago's seeking a package led by a young starter like Bryce Miller or Brian Wu. Seattle already has Luis Castillo, Logan Gilbert, and George Kirby. Adding Cease to that trio would give them a fearsome rotation. That's nasty. The Mariners already have really good pitching staff. If they got a star like that, that could be something. So hopefully CY is planning something to go get uh, Dylan Cease. 
But yeah, huge hit for the Rangers this weekend at that Fan Fest, and it was a, a wonderful time. If you're heading out to Surprise, Arizona for spring training, I, I know tickets are going fast. You want to get in there and um, and uh, and say hi to us if you're there. I believe we're going to be the, the last week of February and the first couple of days of March. We'll be up there in the press box. You can probably holler at us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when we come back, or Nation. Food line. Yeah, yeah, Brian will probably be doing food reviews at concessions yeah, before the yeah, show. Yeah. A little sports hodgepodge, Chief. Where are you taking us? Uh, we got a lot to discuss here, including Adam Schefter talking Dan Quinn next year in the nation. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. It is the GBAC Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. And it's time now for Eric Chiafal to deliver a sports hodgepodge. And here's the Chief. Okay, how about this? The Chiefs will have the hardest Super Bowl path by opposing DVOA if they beat San Francisco. This will be considered the hardest path to a Super Bowl title um, based on the, the, opponent, the opponents that they played. So if they're able to beat the Niners in the Super Bowl... It will be basically one, two, and five. One of the most impressive, or one, two, and six. Um, who they beat to get there to the Super Bowl? Yeah, Chiefs, right? Yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah they, be- they, beating beating the combination of the Dolphins and the Bills, the Ravens and the Niners. Yeah, will be one, two, and six considered. Yeah, one of the most difficult runs to a Super Bowl based on the DVOA metric, right? Not based on necessarily the seedings and the playoffs and stuff oh, like I'm that. Sorry. Okay, but like like the 2007 Giants right now have what is the hardest path to a Super Bowl title ever. This is somebody who went through the playoffs to the Super Bowl Bucks, and won. Bucks, Cowboys, Packers, uh, Bucks, Cowboys, Giants. Packers, yeah. Undefeated Patriots. Or, uh, Patriots, of course, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure the undefeated Patriots are pulling that number up quite a bit uh, to help them out. The 05 Pittsburgh Steelers, the 1997 Denver Broncos, the 2012 Baltimore Ravens, and the 2011 New York Giants are all wow. 
in that top five or six there of uh, the hardest Super Bowl path uh, for a team. So uh, I thought that was interesting, just adding to just like, my gosh, uh, the I think those are the, the worst Super Bowls in the history of the Cowboys are 7-11, and 11, not just because the Giants won it, but Steven was rising to power at that time, and I, I think he looked at that model as the one he wanted to pursue. Just kind of we're going to play defense and run the ball and be conservative against the cap. And I think what what those teams had in common is they did not dominate the regular season. He thinks, oh, you know, just get right, in. just get into the dance, and then anything he, can happen. He's not paying enough attention to update his take. Did you guys hear the piece of audio that we played on the fan earlier today? I forget which show it was, but there's like Steven in a in a war room. Oh, and he doesn't know a Lions player. Yeah, and he's called about a trade, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, do you want to trade for this guy?" And and they say the name, and he's like, "Who?" And they say, and he's like, "Oh, I'll have to call you back." Right, and he hangs up the phone and never talked to anybody about this idea of a trade. He just moved on, like we're not interested. What? Yeah, didn't know who the player was. Yeah, didn't ask anybody on his staff. Never called Detroit back. But hey, we're comfortable. Everything's fine. It's okay. We got football people. Player acquisition three sixty five. Are you? But if kidding you call me? me about a trade and I don't know who the player is, I'm just going to go about my day because I have my plans and I have things to get to. We need to we need to find we need to find that sound. My dear God, that's bad. Okay, uh, it looks like if you, I don't know what you guys are hoping for aesthetically in terms of the Super Bowl color clash. Last time uh, these two teams met, you had the Chiefs wearing the red jerseys and the Niners wearing the white in the Super Bowl. Looks like the Chiefs get to pick which color they would want to wear. So uh, I don't know if they will choose. I mean, they've been on the road the last two weeks. Do they want to keep the road white or do they want to go with the home red? Uh, I don't think it's been announced yet, but I do know that the Chiefs are going to be the ones that get to decide the uh, the color clash for the Super Bowl. So I don't know if there's any hot takes or anything in particular that you'd want to see there. I'd run it back if I were Kansas City. I'd run it like we're wearing our home reds again. Home reds, uh, yeah. You guys can wear your road whites. I probably we beat would. You last time in those. Adam Schefter was on with uh, the the Pat McAfee show today. He says he's not convinced yet that Ben Johnson is getting the commander's job. Yeah. People think Ben Johnson is going to Washington and that Dan Quinn is going to Seattle. I will bet you at a minimum that one of those isn't right and maybe both. Wow. And he did mention Mike McDonald is a name that he thinks both teams do like quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, how could they not? Like that, him being passed up would be uh, a little bit insane like if you're going for a defensive coach if you're Seattle and you and you want to go with Dan Quinn why wouldn't you just go with Mike McDonald yeah wouldn't don't you think we'd hear in the next two days if Dan Quinn's going to Seattle Brian yes yeah we're in yeah. a window for news now yeah, yeah. this is the news yeah. week yeah. window you're, yeah they don't they everything after they don't want you doing anything during championship week so if you're going to get all your news it has to be this week because they don't want you to do anything Super Bowl week either yeah so this will be a week for that's what they're going to try I think by Thursday, Friday, we'll have some of these these jobs uh, done. Yeah, I think Chill, Clarence Hill uh, put out that he overheard he was flying out to the Senior Bowl, that Dan Quinn might be the slight favorite for the Seahawks job, but don't sleep on Mike McDonald. They really like him. Yeah. So that, maybe they decide to go McDonald over DQ. 100%, dude. 100%. When Mike McDonald didn't land one of these gigs, it's like, okay, is he, uh, are the Ravens just going to be able to have this guy back? I mean, what a what a huge win for the Ravens that would be if they're able to get him back. But I could totally understand Seattle or Washington saying, no, that's our guy. Uh, I just saw this. It was a, uh, a quote from The Athletic um, in, regards to, uh, in regards to Brock Purdy, and it's Nick Saban talking about Brock Purdy uh, and it's a quote that Brock Purdy was sort of rehashing because at one point Purdy went and visited Alabama when he was in college. 
And uh, what apparently Brock Purdy says that Nick Saban said to him was, quote, you're below average in height, your arm strength is whatever, and your accuracy is average. And that was basically the... <laughs> wow. Blunt honesty. Blunt honesty right Gotta there. I love that assessment there from the coach. I, I thought that would make him right up Coach's alley. If you look at some of the QBs that have been back there. That's true. McElroy, yeah. Jones. If this was the first part of the <laughs> Alabama tenure, he'd be like, hey, this is exactly what I need, You're bro. You're my guy. <laughs> we just got, we're trying to go with score 13 to 17 points, and the defense will get the job done for you. Uh, but yeah, there's a uh, there's Nick Saban talking Brock Purdy there. I did need to apologize, I thought, for the Tyreek Hill potentially filing divorce for his wife. Oh, not so fast that we talked about. But he says he uh, he fired somebody, uh, quote, the bleeping bonehead on his staff or whatever that actually filed the court documents. So it did it did get filed. It wasn't like this was just like a complete and utter butt cracking for the ages. It actually happened, but I guess it didn't happen in a way that he wanted it to. I don't know. It's a weird kind of story, but he has come out and said, yeah, I've had to fire somebody on my team here who completely spit the bit. Listen, uh, married people get in arguments all the time and say things they don't mean, okay? Give us at least 48 hours before you actually go to the courthouse to file those documents. Is that what happened? Yeah, he probably takes a phone call of an upset yeah. Tyreek, yeah. and then he's like, I'm sure, done. bro, no problem. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i go I'll go file this. You know how many times I've heard, I'm done in the last 12 months? She never <laughs> beats it. I'm done. <laughs> she never beats it. I say, no, you don't mean that. Yeah, you don't mean that. <laughs> go back and watch your shows. I'm going to go play some video games. I'll see you at dinner. <laughs> and I love you. That's how we solve the problems. Yes, yeah. and don't forget, don't forget, I do love you. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs love uh, their defensive coordinator, Mr. Steve Spagnolo. They have In Spags We Trust shirts that they were busted out. It was a hat and t-shirt game, obviously, last night for it them. It was. And Absolutely. it looked like the Chiefs defenders passed up the AFC champion shirts for the In Spags We Trust shirts, which was perfect. I mean, well-timed because what a, what a performance uh, Spagnola and that Chiefs defense put on yesterday. That was absolutely fantastic. And now Lamar Jackson finds himself in a place where, I mean, it is just it is his, his playoff record. I'm seeing like Lamar Jackson is Mark Sanchez in the playoffs. And like when you put the two numbers together, you're like, oh my gosh, these do look alike. And that's that's certainly not fair. Uh, because Lamar Jackson is much better than Mar- ja- uh, Lamar Jackson is much better than um, Mark Sanchez, yep. but uh, but my gosh, that's the kind of stuff that's coming out right now. And for Lamar, this is going to be this is going to be a long off season. There's no question about that. This is going to be a long off season. I don't know how much change will go down there. Uh, I think they'll get to keep a lot of their offense together, minus OBJ, who maybe the Cowboys want to kick the tires on. Perhaps. But uh, right now, it's it's probably going to be narrative-wise, it's going to be a tough offseason for Lamar after after that one. You know, I, I think it's it's very doable for them. Great team. I, you, you run that back and you're confident. You come up against a Chiefs defense that played unreal. And Great. you're going into the end zone with, you know, on a good play. Uh, and the ball gets knocked out miraculously from Legereus Seed. It's like you you were there. You know, you're... You're one score away from making the Super Bowl. So I, I feel like, you know, the the Ravens should be confident in this. But at the same time, I definitely am putting Lamar Jackson in the group of quarterbacks. It's like needs everything. Don't skimp. Defense, running game, passing game, everything. And that's most quarterbacks, you know. And so for Baltimore, they got to decide, do we just keep fielding a this level of roster or do we need to really load this thing up? and maybe go get him a, a dominant number one wide receiver as well. And if we do that, you can't make the playoffs every year. Do you yeah. feel differently about him now as a quarterback? 
Just spend this one game? Yes. It's two and four now in the playoffs. I think I, I mean, think I think more than that, I feel differently about the difference of Mahomes to the rest of the yeah. players. I think I yeah. think this was Man, a, I think, a possible statement for Lamar. I think it's so unfair to compare anybody to Mahomes right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I just think he it, it's he's playing at a different level. He is, he is playing at a completely different Lamar level. Lamar won MVP. Yeah, and I know, and that's and that's, don't give it to anybody else. That that's that's fair. I mean, if you if you really look think about the MVP right now, it's what Pat Mahomes is doing with you know, the the talking about going and winning games at you know, going to Buffalo and now going to Baltimore and winning games. I mean, that's that's what he is. See, I thought with Lamar, because of his insane ability to run, that you put he him in a situation like this. He does not the ball well enough. That's a yeah. problem. That they is should a problem. run more. I, yeah. think the, I think the huge they, takeaway is. They is should have run more. If, well, if you take a quarterback who's going to be taken number one because of how brilliant he is as a runner, and you get into these high-pressure situations yeah. and still decide long-term health is more important than winning this game, you don't belong in football. Like everybody in that decision making uh, chain is in- incompetent. You have Lamar Jackson and you ran him seven times for 50 yards. That should be eight. That yeah. should be 20 times yeah. for what, what would that be? 140 yards? That, mm-hmm. that, that's how you go in a player like in the regular season, never run. Work on your pocket passing game. You need all those reps to be as sharp as possible because you're going to need to win from the pocket. Yeah. But a lot of quarterbacks in today's game have gotten to this place with their running. And to decide four, five, six years into a career, Brock Purdy we don't want you to run. Brock yeah, Purdy. Patrick Mahomes is making huge plays with yeah. his legs. Brock Purdy, huge plays with his legs. You have the most unstoppable weapon at quarterback, which is Lamar Jackson running the football, and you decide seven is the way to go. Man, paying a quarterback $50 million just to be a runner is kind of tough, though, right, isn't it? Well, you're running I to mean, get to the passing game. You, you, he, chunk he, he, plays in the passing game are going to win you games. Yeah, but he doesn't throw it well enough, I don't think. That's the problem you run into, is that when you get in situations where – he has to yes. win the game. Well, you're he letting the he throw, can throw. You're letting so you're, well you're forget about him. Well, you're paying. You're pay, you're going to pay a guy fifty million dollars to run. Yes. Okay. And if he gets hurt, there is no there is no injury he can get that we can't repair. Yeah. You know, and I'm not running him until we get to the, like the division around. But you have to be able to risk it for a couple, two, three games. Hell, guys go through entire co- college careers running the ball all of the time. Oh, I understand. I mean, LSU's got a quarterback that gained a, a well over, th- you know, gained like 1,400 yards running around. And I don't know if he could do it in the NFL. I'm sure anxious to see him do it, but he could throw the ball. And so that's what I'm saying. If you have a combination of a guy that can run it and can throw it. Yeah. The problem is when you're asking, you're asking Jackson to make throws, that's... Yeah. That's a problem right now. That is a problem. That was brutal. Yeah, I uh, I saw some some numbers, some next gen stuff, and uh, since the 2018 season, 30 quarterbacks have taken at least 50 dropbacks in the postseason. Yeah, Lamar ranks 28th in terms of expected points added per dropback out of the 30. So you have one start from Skylar Thompson, who was the backup quarterback for the Dolphins, who started over two last year in the playoff game, and Joe Flacco's one game with the Browns. Um, from you know the versus the Texans a couple of weeks ago. Those are the only two quarterbacks that have a worse expected points added on a per drop back basis in the playoffs than Lamar Jackson over the course of his entire career. Yeah, his, so that's bad. His four playoff losses, I guess, any time an opponent has scored more than thirteen points, he's lost. Mm. He's just not finding a way to put up enough points in these games. I mean, he has had the crappiest receivers out of every quarterback. Right, the right. Size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're trying. I mean, they drafted no, that's Zay why Flowers. This, and this I think was. Is a good this is the real 
the real nightmare because it's like you you had all the ingredients, everything was there. You were at home, you were the best team this. But this they should year. Have just run the, the MVP. football more in general. I mean, they they oh, failed sure. themselves. Which and, which team should worry more about their quarterback, this one or the Ravens, the Cowboys? Yeah, I, I think, oh the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys have a bigger problem at quarterback than the Ravens. And I think this guy throws the ball better than that Ravens guy. Yeah, but when Absolutely. you're talking about running, it's not even a conversation. But that's but we're not again. I'm not paying him to run. You kind of throw. You know, you're paying him to make plays at the quarterback position, and a part of that is running. You can't l- overlook his running ability. Thousand yards. I mean, that's that's a big part of why he's getting paid. No, I understand but that. You, but, yeah. but you you just he just read off some of the terrible numbers as a quarterback. I mean, you're a defensive playoffs. coordinator. Who is keeping you up more at night the week leading into the game, Lamar or Dak? If I can find it, he was one of five yesterday on first down running. He had one first down in five running attempts. Spagnuolo and them in Kansas City, it, it they have Kansas City's got good players. Yeah, they very don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, scheme's good, you know. But to me, they forced him to be a passer. Yesterday. They did a great job yesterday. I think if you force Dak to be a passer, I think that Dak's probably better off, right? I think, I, I think Dak I, is I'm not here to defend Dak on, on anything. I still think if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm more nervous about playing Lamar. I, I don't think a lot of teams have that answer for Lamar Jackson. I mean, he just beat the he, – he, they shredded everybody they played this year outside mm. of yesterday, right? I mean, we saw him against the Ravens, and we all respect what the Ravens can do. Lamar played a better game against that 49ers defense than Dak ever has, and he did it as a passer. I feel like to me, and I'm not going to discount what you just said, but I feel like that the Ravens defense won that 49ers game. With the interceptions to Purdy, but yeah. the, the pressure that they absolutely poured, they, they 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 made Purdy not play well in that game. Sure, but Lamar made plays. Oh, he absolutely makes plays. The other thing too for Lamar in the postseason, his sack rate jumps four point four percent. Yeah, so That's he big. he gets sacked a, a lot more in the postseason. His career average for time to throw is two point eight seven seconds in the regular season, and in, in the playoffs, it's over three seconds. So it's, I'm holding the ball too long. I don't trust what I'm seeing. I don't want to let the ball go. Oh, I'm being sacked. Yeah. And so, and, and that's just, you know, hopefully something that the, at some point, maybe the, uh, you know, you get a coach or the game sort of just starts to slow down for you a little bit. But that's a challenge. When you're going up against a Steve Spagnola defense and all these things are moving and there's really, really good players and the pressure is at an all-time high, I mean, it, it is tough to play like your best self, but I do think even worse than Lamar yesterday was was his play caller. Todd yes, Munkin dropped the ball Todd in Munkin a was, huge Todd way. Todd Munkin did not have a good day. Your running backs having five carries on the day yeah. against a defense that gave up over 180 yards the, the week prior on the ground. What are you doing, man? Well, and, talk, and the game was in the balance the whole time. I was talking to people at Green Bay about they were, they were surprised Dallas didn't try and run the ball more. I said, how do you run the ball more when you're down 27 points 19 minutes into the game? You know? That's, sure. that's my that was my argument. I'm like they're like yeah I'm surprised you guys didn't try and run the ball. I'm like yeah you're down 27 to damn nothing. Crazy. How do you how do you expect I mean, to run the ball? I think if you look at that play log, there were some successful runs in that first half, and the drives were coming up short because Dak couldn't complete a pass for the first half. You know. Yeah, I mean like you can say oh Dak's numbers are better in the postseason. They're going to include the second half, which was meaningless against the Packers. Yeah. Don't that, argue with me no, about Dak's postseason true. numbers. That's true. Those are hollow numbers, man. Both of them, the bottom line is both these quarterbacks have underperformed in the playoffs. Yeah. To yeah. what we've seen from them in the regular Dak two and five, Lamar two and four. They, yeah. they they've both gone ahead and underachieved and disappointed. 
Yeah, I th- and I think it's going to continue to be the case for a number of quarterbacks. Uh, you know, I, I, the NFC is completely devoid of guys that can take you to the next level. And in the AFC, we know Josh Allen, uh, you know, has this same issue. Burrow's the only guy that can really, I, I think, challenge Mahomes as far as the clutch ability and the, the you know, the big game winning ability. And he keeps getting hurt. Um, so I think this is Mahomes' world for the foreseeable future. All the best quarterbacks, they fall apart in the playoffs, except him. Okay, we got to go, Nation. When we return, it's time to crosstalk. We'll hear what uh, Reggie and Blake have in store here for the Get Right in the Nation. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Shoot, yeah, boy. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105 Through the Fan. Wrexham got owned in the FA Cup. 4-1 Blackburn Rovers got them. They are out in the fifth round of the FA Cup, which oh, is a no. decent run. Hmm. Uh those with long football memories will, of course, know Wrexham as past giant killers. They dumped then-league champions Arsenal out of the third round of the FA Cup in a huge 1992 upset as fourth-tier opponents. And in 1974, as a third-tier side, they reached the quarterfinals. Wrexham currently second in League Two, chasing a second consecutive uh, promotion. So that would be good. Of course, very popular now because the Hollywood actors, they, they bought the team. There's a, there's a show on... Hulu about him, and, and a lot of people have in, enjoyed the Wrexham story. And uh, Reggie Adertula and Blake Elliott join us now here in the nation for the Get Right. Gentlemen, how we doing? Oh, doing pretty well, fellas. How about y'all? Good. Have you have you seen the show? Have you watched the Wrexham show? Did not watch the show, but I'm familiar with, you know, the concept and what they're yeah. doing, doing. I mean, obviously, the amount of money that they've been able to invest and then just, like, the ways in which they've been able to drum up a lot of interest has helped that club greatly. Like you mentioned, a couple of uh, yeah. promotions back-to-back. It would be so fun if you had big money to go do something like that or an equivalent of it, especially in England, where if, if you keep investing and keep succeeding, you could find yourself at the at the highest professional level again. Yeah, be absolutely. legendary. Yeah, like that's that's what I feel like a lot of people have done when you get like the simulation, you know, sports games. You yeah. go get you, you you jump on with a, a small team or a club or a team that's not very good, and you try and build them up. And it feels yeah. like they did that in real life. That's got to be it, fun. It, it's such a fun model, and of course they get big sponsors because they're Hollywood and they're they're a TV show. It must just be an incredible run for the fans of that team. Could you imagine yes. you're, you're, you suck, you used to be kind of good, and now you've devolved into the absolute seller of the worst league in the world. And a team's like, yeah, well, two Hollywood dudes are like, yeah, we'll buy you, try to make you great they again. They built up their grounds, too. I think the money, the investments, and stuff like that, they, they've yeah. built those grounds up. So good for them. I think TikTok's on their kit. I think that's yeah, I, it is. Be, yeah. I think I think yeah. that's who their their kit sponsor. I mean, that would be like Mike Shanahan winning billions of dollars in the lottery and buying the team from Jerry and letting his son run it. You know, uh, to me that that would be the equivalent. It would be like suddenly filled with optimism, like maybe we can hope actually hope. win the Super Bowl yeah. again. Okay, uh, get right. What's coming up on the show tonight? 
Uh, we're on till 11 from 7 p.m. Obviously, we're going to go through the fantastic uh, day that was Championship Sunday yesterday. But I, I might be most excited about a couple of segments in the middle of our show at 820 in honor of the LeBron Steph double, you know, double overtime rivalry toe continuation. To toe. Pretty sick. What's your favorite rivalries in sports? And then right after that, in the NBA, of the players that have never scored 50, who's the next to score 50? Because we're seeing all this all this scoring go Yes. Up. Yeah. So okay, those, those are a couple that we're looking it. forward to around and sandwiched by just a whole bunch of championship Sunday talk. And then I think, what, what do we have at 720? Are we still doing the plucking? Are we still doing the plucking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could, still one, if you could pluck one non-Mahomes player from the Final Four, who would you choose? Oh, to put on the Cowboys. No, Non-Mahomes? Who would y'all pick? Who would be the player that y'all are grabbing from any of the Final Four teams to place on the Cowboys today? That's not named Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, Roquan Smith, maybe? Okay. Chris Jones. I would take Snead. Chris Jones. Oh, Jerry Snead. I would take Snead and have him. I would take Snead and have him. Maybe Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey would be good at center. I absolutely mind Creed Humphrey. <laughs> Frank Ragnow. Yeah, yeah, Frank. Well, oh, from playing just yesterday. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe Fred Warner. Fred Warner, maybe? Yeah, Fred yeah, Warner. Maybe yeah. Fred. You can, you, can, you can slide me to Fred Warner. I'm not upset about it. <laughs> Dre, we, there's a lot of players. Steph first, LeBron's underrated, though. Do you remember the video of him making fun of LeBron at his wedding reception? Mm-hmm. For some reason, I'm having a hard time remembering that. Yeah. Exactly. I thought you were like going to talk about the block when he was shaking his head at him. That's where my mind was going first. Wedding reception. Yeah. Okay. Whose reception was it? I think it was Clay Thompson's wedding. Oh uh, no, Clay there's no way Clay Thompson's married. Okay. <laughs> uh, you write the bike to the somebody right? else. But this is like 17 or 18 or 16, and they're like, they've come off a battle. They're in like an off-season wedding type of environment. And and Steph's doing like the LeBron poses mm. and stuff like that, and I don't know if he had if he knew a camera was rolling, but he's like impersonating LeBron, and everybody's laughing at him. You know? mm. So I don't okay. know. I don't know if that was like a D Wade LeBron like Dirk shot, or you know if that was just all in good it, fun. It, but. It's cool. All the new rivalries we're getting. We're getting the Wimby and Chet. That's been like a mm. fun young one. Speaking of Wimby, he just it, it came out the other day that he was apparently five ten when he was nine years old. Mm. How tall were y'all when you were 90, you know? Not 10. I was 90 pounds. I knew that. Harrison Barnes' wedding. Harrison Barnes' wedding. That's right. Yeah, okay, 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 yeah. Scott, yeah. He thinking Kobe, for sure. He's what? He's married, yeah. Uh... Alrighty, guys. Thank well, you for the marriage confirmation. I didn't realize that well, you were just, that. You know, didn't have that level of I know of Clay Thompson is not married. Not is there that anybody attitude. else? Harrison that you have? Barnes seems like a guy who's probably married. Like, what's the depth of your Rolodex on knowing weddings and marriage Try situations? Me. Okay, Clay, a big time player. You can't. Uh, Andre, no, no, Andre Iguodala. Clay, Clay, no, because Steph's a big time player. LeBron's a big time player. Ibaka. Those guys are married. I think it's you know, the attitude. Clay Thompson is very much so. <laughs> Come on, Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka. No, 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 Serge. No, he's not tying himself down. Sounds like Chief's the inside guy. He's All right. right. I bet you differ, actually. Like Zach Wolchuk. You know, that's the guy who's married. <laughs> exactly. He is married. Dang. And congratulations once again to Zach Oof. for getting hitched Thanks, and Chiafalo for turning 30. It yep. was a momentous weekend. Big weekend. For the nosebleed boys Happy in the birthday, buddy. Nation. Cheers. Thanks so much to Carter Freeman there coordinating your video. Lucius Alexander at Master Control here at 75 and Fitzhugh. Thanks to Wolchuk and Chiafalo. And of course, Brian brought us the Get Right is Next. With uh, Reggie and Blake, and I'm Gavin Dawson. Till tomorrow at 2, you're going home with the nation, Eddie. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.